Hey, what's up everybody? It's Aaron with Hex Life and Style. In episode six, I interviewed Josh Dunning of the Vintage Banana. Josh talks about how the banana got its name by the winning of a simple carnival game, what it's like to be in a band and his passion for writing music, and how he absolutely hates litter bugs. So grab your drinks, sit back, and enjoy episode number six with Josh Dunning of the Vintage Banana. Josh Dunning of the Vintage Banana. Uh, Josh, what's up, man? What's up? How's everybody? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, man, it's very different. You guys, the shop's been shut down, I guess, what, for about a month and a half now. What, I mean, are you still going in every day? I've literally been in every day but one day. Yeah. Just I need a day off. Website, <laughs> what? Yeah, just come in and uh, take pictures of everything, list on the website, and that's, you know, that's a full-time job in itself. Yeah. The pain in the ass taking pictures of all this shit. That's the hard part. I hate, that's the thing I hate the most, I think, is, is taking the pictures and posting everything or, you know, the chipping aspect of it kind of sucks, too. Oh, yeah. It's a, I don't mind the shipping. I've gotten good at shipping. Like, well, I started selling vintage on eBay like back a long time ago, and I kind of, kind of, expertise shipping back then. So it's like not, not a big deal for me to ship. But taking pictures and like, listing measurements, imperfections, all that shit. You know, it's a whole, whole lot of more work goes into selling a piece of clothing than just selling it here in person or you know yeah how's the website doing it's doing awesome i'm like i'm blown away by like the response we've got from it like i had no idea we we're gonna have this many sales coming from it and stay this busy on it it's it's awesome so I'm like thanks everyone's been been shopping with us yeah i think it'll be a game changer for you all too you do get the shop open back up i mean you have the ability for someone to see something maybe that's in the shop and go online and that way because I I know there's been stuff I've seen in the past that you all have had in shop and didn't have a chance to get up there and grab it so I think that's uh, that's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be a lot keeping up with because we turn over inventory so fast here and it's going to be a lot keeping up with both. Yeah. What's so online? You know, we we're gonna have to come up with a really good system. Like, you know, if we're gonna keep the website and store going, because you know, I I hate double selling stuff. It's you know, yeah, it yeah, it bothers me to tell someone, hey, I don't have this, even though you've already given me the money for it. And it's like, I'm sorry. Maybe you wanna... separate out an inventory and have you know stuff specifically that goes on the side and then you know, stuff that, uh, and then stuff that goes in the shop. That might be one way to handle that. Oh, yeah. That, it, I've seen a lot of other stores do it. You know, we, we've been caught up in times where it's, you get to talking to a person here, you're doing in-person sale with, and, you know, whatever happens, and they get the stuff, and, you know, get the money. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, was that on the website? Or, what? 
what all did they buy? I don't forgot, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What uh, you mentioned earlier, you know, you, you've sold on eBay for a while. That kind of leads into my first question. So how long have you been in kind of the vintage industry and kind of the resale and all of that? Uh, see, I've been like into vintage myself for, you know, forever. But I didn't start selling stuff. I think it's like 2011, 2012, when I first listed my first thing on eBay. And like people started buying it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, this is like extra money or whatever. And so that's when I, I you know, started changing my like my thrift mentality. I started buying stuff that, that wasn't my size or, you know, that, you know, I, you know, I was like, that's cool. Someone want that. So, you know, I started buying shit like that yeah how did the uh i think that's uh, one of the kind of the same way man you know, we all start out as collectors and then we start you know we get, we get so much and then we find you know you know more and more and then end up selling it to people or trade or whatever what how did you guys how did you get into the to the vintage banana so how did that come about like when did you guys when did you start um you know with the shop and then how did it kind of come about Dude, uh, I went, after selling on eBay for a while, I did the whole eBay store thing. And when I opened that, I needed a name, like needed a name for the eBay store. And, uh, and, uh, I, I won my, my ex-wife, uh, this giant banana from the fair one time she was like oh i want one of those giant bananas you know you've seen them they're like three foot tall yeah stuffed bananas and so so we used to take that thing that well yeah i want it like i i got in like the last seat on like when you spray the water in one of those little target things it was the last seat i jumped on it was like fuck it you know and i got on there and I'll be damned if I didn't win the first first time. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Because I thought I was going to have to spend 100 bucks and win this damn banana. But no, I won like three bucks. I won this giant banana. So we ended up like taking this banana to like all kinds of places. Like the parties, vacations and shit. The banana. Took this banana to Las Vegas. <laughs> and uh, so we, we got to be known as like banana people you know the, the stuff banana was a big part of my life <laughs> so when i named the store it was like vintage banana you know it, it was just like prevalent in my mind and that's where the banana come from everyone loves bananas it's funny it's yeah as innuendo and whatever <laughs> yeah i like the uh the, the logo too it's that andy warhol Oh, dude, I, yeah, I've, I've always loved, loved the, the Andy Warhol banana. I, I had a, had an old Andy Warhol Velvet Underground shirt with the banana on it, and I want to do something like that. Yeah. But I ended up having, like, some graphic designer, like, he made a cool banana. Well, man, it's cool. I'll tell you, the, the logo and everything is, is really caught on. I mean, you guys are really stable with that. That's the point. Talk a little bit about the shop. I mean, I know I've got to see you a few minutes at the front max and a little bit. I'm hoping he, I think he's going to do the interview later this week. But talk about that. Talk about your all's kind of 
relationship a little bit and how maybe you all have different tastes and styles and things like that? Oh, yeah. So when I met Max, I met Max at the flea market, the flea off market here in town when I was selling clothes. And he came up to me. I didn't have a clue who he was. And I guess he was just like, had just started getting into thrifting. And he was like, he was like, oh, so you're, you can sell all this stuff here. Uh, he, he asked me tons of questions. I don't even remember like what he asked me. I remember it's like, why is this dude asking me so many questions? And the next thing you know, like he's got his own booth full of shit full, and like everyone's loving it. And it's like a little bit different stuff than I was buying. Cause you know, I was, you know, doing more like, I guess more like seventies, eighties type stuff. You know, I hadn't even gotten into the nineties stuff a little bit, just a little bit. And so, uh, you know, after, you know, kind of developing a relationship with him selling stuff down there, I was like, uh, what was my ex-wife? We, we were running the store and she was stepping away from the store. And I was like, well, I need something else like to happen in here. So that's when I got a hold of Max. And I was like, man, he would be perfect. Cause he's talking about opening a store, opening a store. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, why don't you meet up with me? You know, come on, come in here. Let's talk about some stuff and, you know, maybe get your stuff in here. And so, yeah, that, that ended up like, you know, working out really well. He's, he's real sociable. He's, he's, you know, able to get like everyone in here. Everyone loves him. And so I, I got to see like the little bit different taste of vintage that was selling. And he also got to see like a little bit of my world that was selling that, you know, he didn't kind of know about either. And so we, we've learned like a lot from each other, like along this whole journey about shit. And uh, still, we still learn. We still learn every day. Yeah. you know from each other about stuff that sells but i think that's the cool thing about the shop. I mean, you, have, you can tell that there's you know you kind of have the best of both worlds you have your style kind of that 90s that 90s been popular now for you know last year and a half two years or actually three years or so but um, look, you know, that's my thing. That's what I struggle with because I'm kind of, I, I like the 70s and 80s, the older pieces. And uh, so it's been hard for me to kind of adjust to the, some of the newer things. I still, I still struggle with like the street player stuff and all of that. But I, uh, yeah, we're almost the same age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pro, you're probably younger than I am. I'm 40. So. Yeah. I'm not going to say my age, but yeah, I'm younger than that. Yeah, yeah, you're younger. You're younger than I am, so. I'm not revealing my age, but I've always, I've always been drawn. Even as a kid, I was drawn to the older stuff. You know, it's kind of, you know, weird as the '80s were. I never liked the '80s fashion, but I always loved the shirts and the content and the, some of the, you know, the bands and stuff like that. But uh, and then, of course, you know, growing up. In the city, that's the hard part. You know, my wife she makes fun of me because she says it looks like I've just been wearing that stuff. It, you know, I've just held on to it and I never let it go. So she just makes fun of me when I wear up the tiny stuff. But but I think that's a good. You guys have a really good combination, man. Of, of like I said, of of kind of old and new. And I think that meshes really well. And that shows kind of been what you're all successful for there. So and that, that's like a stepping stone and vintage, you know, we see one when, when, you know, people start to get into vintage, like, you know, 
the stuff they get into and like the older true vintage stuff it is like you know another step in the vintage world that a lot of people yeah. get do you with that i mean where do you see you know obviously it's kind of hard to predict with everything that's gone on the past couple of months but where do you see the vintage industry and, and kind of that scene going over the next year or so uh i see you know i see it staying you know pretty prevalent uh what's great about you know our you know our market our shoppers is that you know even though like you can't get out and be out and sociable or whatever you know that that age is buying all this stuff is like they're still like getting in front of the cameras they're still like you know on instagram you know putting their fits together and doing you know doing photo shoots and stuff so like the clothes are still selling which is great so you know i i don't see like sales declining much or you know even the trend you know whatever trend is you know gonna be around for a while i think yeah i think that's one of the things that shocks me the most is you know the trends they just i mean it, they change within a matter of five or six months it's yeah it's fast how they change now and like if you're not ready to change with it you know you're gonna be left behind too so yeah i think that's you know that's you're right on that because i you know i i try to follow a lot on instagram and it's crazy some of the stuff that was popular two years ago in california really just now hit the market here in kentucky and it's a little lagged i know I do, I've done some of the bleaching and I know you all have been doing some of the bleaching recently. And um, it, it's funny because it just really feels like it's just not kind of something into this market. Whereas it's probably been popular out West for a while. Well, yeah, you know, it used to be, we used to be like so much further behind too. And, you know, now that we have Instagram, you know, social platforms, like I feel like, Kentucky has really caught up with the rest, you know, of the world. We're still behind. We're still not LA. We're not New York. We'll never will be, but we've definitely caught up in time. I think a lot of that is with you all too. I mean, Louisville, the market in Louisville, it's crazy because the, the vintage market in Louisville is so different than Lexington. You know, we're we're kind of a step behind, it seems like here. So we're just we're really trying to build, you know, that culture and that, that here in Lexington. And um, it's gotten a lot better, but it's still kind of slow to take. Whereas in Louisville, I mean, that's been the team for, for quite a while. Yeah, uh, we, we got a little, little trendy, trendy little city here, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. cool. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, I think that you definitely see that with the size of Louisville and kind of a lot of the, the you know, the younger, you know, people that are there. Here, it's mostly a university driven with UK and I mean you can sell the shit out of a lot of Kentucky stuff but outside of that you're not selling a, a lot of a lot of your higher end you know vintage t-shirts and stuff like that yeah that that Kentucky stuff is everywhere we need some Louisville stuff man yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so are you a Louisville fan yeah I'm a, I'm a Louisville fan are you yeah yeah, I'm a diehard Kentucky fan. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like to see – well, I shouldn't even say that. I don't really like to see Louisville do well. I don't mind them doing well as long as they do better than Kentucky. So that's that's kind of my, my thing on it. So, 
Um, but I, I tell you, this is a funny thing about sourcing. I would never buy Louisville stuff. It didn't matter. Even it didn't matter how cool it was, I would never pick it up and I'd just leave it on the rack. And then I started realizing, you know, that's kind of that's kind of dumb. So I, I started I've I've been collecting it all and I can't sell it here in Lexington. So I'm gonna bring a bunch up to you all. I mean I have oh, yeah. That shit's rare, man. Kentucky stuff. Like you go to any like rural rural town in Kentucky or any town, you know, you go into their Walmart or wherever it's like all kentucky stuff there's no louisville stuff but like in the louisville area is the only yeah. place where louisville stuff is that plus kentucky dominated the 90s it seems like so there's tons of like uk yeah. oh yeah a ton of louisville, 80s louisville stuff a ton and then, oh yeah if you don't find anything in the 90s and it's all kentucky yeah i got I can't remember who I got that shirt from recently, but I got it. You know how they make the shirts for for the games before they even win. I, I got a 1982 U of L national champs shirt. Like this is like a month or two ago, mm -hmm. and you know they didn't win 1982. They won 1980 and 1986. So mm -hmm. I, I kind of like shit like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Me too. I like the odd stuff. It, and really, I try to collect the stuff that they didn't make a lot of. And even with the 90s t-shirts, I try to find the ones, the bands a lot of times that I enjoy, but they didn't make, you know, a zillion shirts, you know, for, for the bands. So I, I like to find them as well. So what do you collect? What are you into? Man, I guess faded black shirts. <laughs> yeah. Any like it could be it, it could be about you know, I mean I don't say it'd be anything you know, I you know I, I I definitely like you know like weirder like band stuff it, it may not even be a band that I even like it could be like have some irony in it you know I, I, I like more so like I got uh a Shakira T like it's like a 1999 2000 security it's like one of my favorite shirts ever i get more compliments on that shirt than any shirt i own i think <laughs> yeah I'm I, don't the way, man. I wore a airport um i can't really remember where i was going but it was we were going on a trip somewhere and i so many people came up to me asking the t-shirt and uh but yeah i'm kind of the same way i like the ones for the kind of meet like or start a conversation or something like that oh yeah so talk a little bit so a lot of people don't know you you are a musician as well so talk a little bit about that what talk about your music your band kind of what what you guys do uh right now i'm playing a band called mary mary we're a, we're a cover band here in town and uh we were we were pretty busy for uh, this year. We had a lot of gigs booked out for the year, and now they're all kind of like up in the air, which kind of sucks. But, but yeah, man, music has always been like like you know a great creative outlet for me, you know. And it's it really music has always like feeded my soul like more than anything like on this planet. Yeah, you know, I, I get more satisfaction out of like like just getting it out getting the i don't know what whatever it is there's something that you know makes you like glow inside that just getting creative music man it's something gives you different 
different level of, of high almost, you know. Yeah. And then when you get when you get with other people that you get on like, you know, that communicative level on, you know, where you're not you know, you have to talk, you know, you're communicating like your music, you know, where are you going next? It's it's great, man. I fucking love it. Yeah. What kind of music? What kind of music are you guys? Like what what do you cover? We do mostly like, you know, high energy, cool dance stuff, like like rock tunes from the 80s 90s a lot of like mid 2000s stuff you know Should do, you, make do you write music what's what's actually cool is man i, I used to write tons of music I, I i played in a you know a handful of original bands you know growing up through the mid 2000s and uh you know i kind of like set like writing back for a long time and uh I told myself, it was like during this quarantine thing, I, I haven't wrote a song, you know, ten, well, well over 10 years. So it's like, that's what I want to do. I want to write a song, you know, and I actually, I did like, I, I've had like, like four or five, like great songs, like I came up with in this whole quarantine thing. And I've actually completed one, which is unreal. <laughs> well, that's cool. So you yeah. got, you, you'll have something to take then. Now you guys can start recording your own original music. Man, it, and it's, you know, I don't even want to necessarily record it, man. I was just wanted to get it out in the universe. That felt good in itself. <laughs> yeah. But, what, you know, you never know. Yeah. So, uh, what's up? Uh, what's up? The, I didn't see your what, car. So, I saw the door where I walked in. I was like, I kind of turned the Come here. Like, get on. <laughs> Someone just walked in. What's up, bro? What's up, Max? How's it going? What's going on, buddy? Well, Josh has got this whole professional setup. He's got the tripod going. Yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah I was telling Josh earlier when we start, when we got ready to get started there, I'm kind of – Zoom was new to me, but I've tried everything possible to try to get a different picture or better audio and all that. So it's getting better as time goes on. But That's awesome, dude. I think I'm going to have to test it a tripod and some lights for sure. He just scared me, man. I just walked up, and he didn't have his car in the, the parking lot, and the door yeah. was wide open. I thought somebody broke into the store. <laughs> I was tweaking. I was walked up like creeping. How's it going on your part? Well, man, it's going. It's going, man. I'm ready for all this to be over. I, you know, it's kind of given me time to, you know, just kind of look through what I've got already and, and you know, work on Instagram, and then I started this about four weeks ago, man, and I never dreamed it would kind of take off the way it has, but there's been some great feedback on it, and um, so it's something I've been wanting to do for a while. It's kind of forcing my hand to do, do the shit I've been dragging on. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you got all the free time in the world, you start thinking of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, we never really, I mean, we haven't sold on, online in a while, and now our website's popping. Yeah. yeah, that's what Josh was saying. I mean, it's and now you now that you got you guys have the website, you know, moving now you got kinda of got the best of both worlds. You have the shop and the site. So, oh yeah. Uh, that means that means you That's guys two whole stores. I mean honest. What's that? That's two whole stores. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean the online store is doing numbers like a damn store. Yeah. I'm I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I get you know, I don't even I don't even have a website, but multiple people on Instagram every day asking about you know stuff that I posted two months ago. 
So let's. <laughs> if you were pulling a picture from 2017 on me, bro, it's still available. Oh my god! That's, everyone's on their phone like all day. It's, there's nothing else to do. Stimulus checks hit, man. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy because I mean, you all are posting stuff. You know, you'll post stuff, uh, and, and I'll, I'll like I'll look at it. And it's already selfie. So I mean, yeah. like, people are just. I think people are just basically living on Instagram right now. I know, yeah. That's the cool thing, Josh. Your all's prices are just, I mean, your prices are so good. And that's, I think that's, oh, yeah. you know. We, and, and we want to keep our prices that way, man. It's, it's so, I love, like, seeing new stuff and, you know, selling stuff faster, you know, lets us buy more things. So it's. Well, too, man, I like it, too. I like the idea of getting all this back out in circulation. I mean, obviously, there are certain, you know, pieces and shirts and stuff that are worth, you know, worth a certain amount. But the idea is to get a lot of this moving back in circulation for people to, you know, enjoy and all that. So. Yeah. So one of the things I won't keep you too much longer. But one of the things I've been doing at the end of, of these is kind of like a, a kind of an old school PSA. So, you know, some type of public service announcement, it can be around the vintage industry, it can just be to whatever, to what's going on right now in the world. It doesn't really matter. You can create it. So if you had your PSA, what would that be? PSA, I think it would be not the fucking litter. Not the litter? I hate people that litter, yeah. People are throwing shit garbage out their cars all the time. Even cigarette butts. No, I agree, man. I, I it's, it's amazing during this quarantine, especially. I mean, you see all these pictures of the pollu air pollution and stuff from, you know, three months or four months ago compared to now. It's oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing those pictures, too. That's awesome that, you know, the air is clearing up, you know. It's like the world needed it. Yeah, the, the world unleashed this virus on us. Yeah. Because it, it, it's telling change. us something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I'm, I agree with that, man. I mean, I think it, it's going to change a lot. It's going to change. A, I think hope, I'm hoping a lot of people come out of this with a different mindset, you know, to kind of, you know, care about other people, care about, you know, the earth and all of that, you know, it, just because that, that's the thing. It's giving people a lot of time to sit back and reflect on, on, you know, sales, yeah. the people around them. So, we get people to, you know, realize, you know, what what are we here for, you know? It's, you know, maybe not just for, like, that nine-to-five grind that, you, you know, you live your life for, you know? It's like, what what makes you happy, you know? What are you passionate about? And I think that's, this time is, hopefully, it, people are taking the opportunity to take advantage of that. Yeah, no, I think so. I think so. Well, man, listen, I appreciate it, and um, I'll uh, – I appreciate you, you doing this for sure. And I'm excited for the banana to get back open and things to get back to normal a little bit. Yeah. We got to, uh, we got to uh, get the drunken flea up and going again too, man. You, and you, you, you roll in there. You're like a celebrity. Everybody. Yeah, likes to hey, you guys are killing it down there, man. That's awesome. I, I love what y'all have going down there. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. We, I didn't realize I've always sourced in Eastern Kentucky, but I didn't realize that there were a couple of people down there reselling and just the stuff that they're finding in the, in the mountains is insane. 
Oh yeah, so you got the, the vintage fiend. And then Brandon too, way out in the mountains out there. Yeah, they they they're finding some crazy stuff down there. So it's uh, it's exciting. I mean, obviously it's not at the volume that you have in your larger cities, but but some of the pieces that they are finding are 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 nice pieces for sure. But we'll get it up. We'll get it up and running again. I'm hoping, man. July, we'll probably try to be. We'll try to do something maybe in in the beginning of July for the for yeah. the league. I tell you, we need to, we'd like that. We want to have, we got some cool ideas of maybe doing like a DJ or a band. We we need to get your band down. You guys need to come oh, down. Yeah. And play. <laughs> yeah, man, that might be cool. <laughs> We're going to try, we'll try to do like the flea during the day and then maybe in the evening have like a kind of a kind of more party type thing or something like that. So, Hell yeah. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, it should be a good time for sure. Listen, man, I appreciate it. I won't keep you. Um, take care of yourself, and we'll catch you up here as soon as everything gets back to normal. Cool. Hell yeah, man. Okay. See you, brother. Thanks. So hope you guys enjoyed episode number six with Josh Dunning of the Vintage Banana. Those guys are absolutely killing it up in Louisville and have been big pioneers for the vintage community here in Kentucky. One of the things Josh said is he's always learning from other people. I think that's important. You know, we all have different styles and we have different tastes. I know myself, I'm a little bit older and I learned so much from the younger guys in this business. So I'll leave you with that. During this time and this quarantine and all of this going on, I think it's important we support each other and we learn from each other and we lean on each other. I hope everybody's staying safe and everybody's happy. Only a couple more weeks of this, let's hope. And um, I'll see you next week. Oh, 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 oh,